before I go on, I just want to notice something. Now, I realize that today can be a difficult day for some of us, um, that it can bring up real emotions and hurts about absent fathers, abusive fathers, fathers who are no longer with us. And so I just want to acknowledge that, and I want to sit with you with that and grieve with you. But I also want to add that we'll be doing a future series uh, on parenting and fathers in greater detail that will address all the above feelings caused by parents and how we can try and stop the cycle and try and move the conversation forward and redeem fatherhood and parenting and try and heal the wo wounds using Jesus' teachings and create better relationships with our own kids and potentially our own parents. But as today is a community service, I just want to acknowledge something. That faithful and loving fathers exist. And I know that because as I look around the room, I see parents who call themselves fathers. I know each and every one of you who's a dad here is a faithful and loving father. I see you at work, I see you in action with your kids, and we just want to acknowledge you, and I think we should give you a round of applause, really. So, let's look at a Bible verse that helps us do that. Deuteronomy uh, 1, chapter 1, verse 29 to 31. Then I said to you, do not be terrified, do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God, who is going before you, will fight for you, as he did for you in Egypt, before our very eyes, and in the wilderness. And there you saw how the Lord your God carried you, as a father carried his child, all the way you went until you reached this place. Now, this verse is basically retelling the story of God fulfilling his promise and delivering the Israelites to the promised land from being enslaved in Egypt. But I think it's also a very good verse to show how fatherhood is celebrated and is also a great example of what fatherhood should be, as God showed. So the verse is, um, so to do this, I need two dads. So uh, David, can I have you? And Jay, are you gonna come and help your dad? And then Ben, is one of your kids going to help? If not, I can give you a, a willing uh, adult to come and help you. <laughs> give a round of applause for Jane and Ben, and David and Jay. Okay, so we are going to have a wheelbarrow race. Dads, kids, you've got to lift your... No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> Dads, you're going to steer, steer your kids. It's pretty straightforward. So, kids, you just lie in front of your dad. Put your hands out in front. Go on, Jay. Go on, you can do it. There we go. Jane, you can, can you get in front? There we go. And let's, we're going to go that way. So, Ben, do you want to Jane, do you want to move over this way towards Jane? That, and we're going to go down the aisle. Olivia, can you just move out of the way so, so we can... Uh, and we want some cheering here, guys. Come on. Okay. So on your marks. Are you ready? Okay. I'm going to ask. Come on. You, you, you're going to come and help. Come on. Do you want to come do it? Yep, yep, yep. That'd be great. 
This is gonna be. This is this is where the fun is. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> I told you it was gonna be interactive. <laughs> That's the first time we've. Heard. <laughs> right. So Fletcher, can you just move out of the way because we're gonna have a race. I don't know how this is gonna work. We might have to. It's gonna get tight, but we can try it. Okay. Ready. Yeah, the hip oh, did you hear that? There's some smack talk going on already. So, um, on your marks. Here we go. <laughs> on your marks. Get set. Go! <laughs> and they're coming down the aisle. And, oh, we're taking a lead. Jay is, Jay, Jay is just leading. I think, oh, oh uh, Ben is steering very well. Do we have a winner, Judy? Do we have a winner? I think it's a tie. Was it a tie? What, what do you think, Judy? Jay won. Jay and David won. <laughs> Guys, the prize is knowing that you won. <laughs> that you beat two grown men. There you go, Jay. <laughs> so give him a round of applause. <laughs> and thanks for substituting. I really appreciate it. <laughs> So, actually, can I have Jay and uh, David? Can you come back a minute? So, um, the game we played, the game we played is a good visual explanation of this verse from Deuteronomy. In verse 29 and 30, then I said to you, do not be terrified. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God, who is going before you, will fight for you as he did for you in Egypt, before your very eyes. So, David, would you just like to take Jay again on, and do the, we'll just show the wheelbarrow? We're going to do it one more time. You don't have to run. You're just going to just do the wheelbarrow position. Hang on a minute. Right, so, Dad here is holding the kids' ankles. And in order for them to move, the kid needs to move his arms forward and maneuver, right? <laughs> so if you're, if you're that kid, Jay, for this example, it's pretty hard to see where you're going. Your focus is pretty much on holding yourself up on, and moving. And so Jay is trusting in his dad a lot here. He can see that David can see the terrain. He can see what's in front of him. He can see the obstacles. Do not be afraid of the Lord your God. He is going before you. Dad can see what's going on. He has the experience, the knowledge of doing this. He's probably played it, I hope, a hundred times. He can see the bigger picture. Deuteronomy goes on to say that God will fight for you. Dads, you protect and encourage your kids even when they're struggling. We as parents often reflect too much when we left, let our kids down, when we are not there, when we disengage. But like I said, I want to change the conversation. I want to heal those wounds. And a good way to, is to reflect on the good things rather than the bad things. And as you tend to want more of those opportunities and seek for opportunities for that to happen. So quickly, just think of a time 
as a parent, dads particularly, when you help your kid when they were struggling? And just put your hands up, and I would love for the church to hear it, because I think that's really encouraging when we share good times of a parenting, when kids have learned from you, and you just feel that connection with your kid. So anyone, hands up. Dan. <laughs> uh, it's been really great to uh, watch her learn how to balance. And, um, you know, Jenny and I will kind of ride with her and then let go of the handles a little bit. And she can barely touch the ground, so her little toes. And she'll start to lean, she'll get all excited and then realize that she can kind of do it. So it's been cool to watch. Yeah, Dan is an avid bike rider. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate that. That's Dan out of his comfort zone there, so I really appreciate him sharing. But this is, this is what it's, it is. When we're out of our comfort zone, we tend to share, and it's really good because it encourages other dads because we, we can sometimes relate to that, that we just sometimes the little things, they seem so inconsequential, but actually they're huge to our kids particularly. Um, anyone else quickly before? Yes, Christine. So um, when my kids were in high school, they were all in marching band. So I became a band parent. And that meant that every single trip they went on, I was there. Um, but what was interesting is several years later, I think as a parent, you sort of look back and think, oh, I don't know how good my kid's childhood was. Well, we were all at the beach for a vacation. This was when they were in their early 30s. And they all started talking to their spouses about, like, it was so cool that mom was always there. We knew every trip mom was there, and she was watching that. And I just really thank the Lord that he kind of affirmed that just that being present was really important to them. And so I think as a parent, sometimes you do something and you think, gee, it wasn't really that spectacular. And um, I just pray the Lord will bless you when they come back and say, I really remember that. Thanks so much for that, Christina. That's really great. Yeah, being present. Isn't it hard just to be present when we have got so much, to, when there's so many pressures on in our modern lives, when we've got jobs to do, when we've got bills to pay, when we've just got a lot going on and our kids are just screaming for our attention. And it's, I mean, like you can see my kids running up <laughs> and grabbing everything and it's, it's hard to be present. I mean, I get it. And so just that moment of being present, that means so much to children. They, they get it. And so, you know, hats off to you all for doing that. And I just want, really want to affirm that in you. So, um, Thank you so much to those who shared. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. So um, it really encourages me. So Deuteronomy goes on to say, and it says, There, you saw how the Lord your God carried you as a father carries his child all the way, and you went until you reached this place. So as we played that game with David and Jay and Ben, we, um, you know, if dad was holding his legs, we are playing the wheelbarrow, and he was holding his legs, and he just dropped the kid's legs because he went, I'm not doing this anymore. The kid would be just stuck there, unable to move, right? We'd probably have to pick up and, and move themselves and make the journey for themselves. There was an interview with uh, Derek Redman, who was the athlete who injured himself, and um, he actually said, it was, he was just kind of focused on finishing the race, but he was in absolute agony. And um, so, but he wanted to finish the race. But all of a sudden, um, there is 
a man running across the uh, stadium and security are just trying to stop him. But this man continues running and arrives at this, you know, uh, at Derek. And Derek goes, get off me. You kind of see him like, get off me. I want And he realizes it's his dad. And his dad just wants to get him there and sees the pain and wants to get him across the line. And they do it together. And they just finish the, I mean, you can see, they finish the together and the crowd are on their feet and it's a real powerful moment. And, um, you know, so God carries us in our darkest moments. You know, he helps us on our journey. He gets us to the finish line. Dads, as I look around this church, I see this in each and every one of you. You carry your child. You help with other children. You serve, you might serve with the kids' ministry. You might help with sports clubs. You might help with after-school programs. But you help children. And I just really want to thank you. And let's pray for you. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the example that you give us about fatherhood and parenting. Lord, that I know that sometimes we go stray. We abuse that relationship. We abuse what parenting and fatherhood is meant to be. We try to control it. We try to use it for our own good, for our own benefits. But really, that's not what it's about. Fatherhood is about lifting each other up and preparing the way and teaching and showing what it is to be a person. And so, Lord, we just pray and lift each and every parent here. Even though they're struggling, even though they are finding sometimes that parenting can be hard, that, that their own impulses sometimes become stronger than what they should really do. Lord, we just hear the encouraging words from each person that we shared from. That this journey feels like a race, that we've got to be the perfect winner. We've got to be the perfect person to get across the finish line. And we just, Lord, that's not what it's about. Lord, what it's about is just being there for each other, listening to each other, caring for each other, without putting an agenda on anyone. And so, Lord, we just thank you for that. And just hear each individual prayer. Amen.